want to know which models to choose? And do you want the latest War Scroll reviews? And do you want to hear intelligent views? Then don't listen to this podcast. It's season four of the Rage of Sigmar. It's season four of the Rage of Sigmar. Jacob sets up the joke, then Joe steals the punchline. It's a bit they use all the time. It's season four of the Rage of Sigmar. It's season four of the Rage of Sigmar. And we are back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and also all of our NB friends out there. Um, you you exist and you're valid and you're you're wonderful. And uh, yeah, Joe, how are you? Hell yeah. Quite well. What you drinking? What you got, boy? A Down East Unfiltered Cider. That sounds Down East Lightful. You um, could have did something better with than that. Dude. Yeah, probably. <laughs> down East Bound and I'm down to clown in Brown Town. It's November. It is. Have you nutted? <laughs> <laughs> I made it like eight seconds into that. <laughs> I make it my personal business to to come for all the guys who are not coming in November. <laughs> yeah, I'm desiccated, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta I gotta train up and get ready for destroyed dick December. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. Um, <laughs> Live every week like it's destroyed uh, dick December. Like it's Shark Week. It's Shark Week. <laughs> And you have a weird philia for sharks. Hey, um, we don't we don't kink shave on this podcast. No, no. Unless you're into to narrative war cry, in which case that's weird. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna do what are we doing on the show? We're gonna talk. Um, we're just gonna shoot the shit. Talk about, about the boys, dude. I went to the boys. So uh, I love talking about the boys. We can talk about Anthony. We can talk about Basil. Talk about bread. Yeah, the homies, bro. Yeah. That was cool. It was a good weekend, man. I wish you were there. I know. I know. I was there in spirit. Yeah, you answered a lot. You answer a lot less uh, aggressive FaceTimes when you have two children. It's, I that it's when crazy how that works. When I had one children. When you had one children. Only one. Um. So, speaking of aggressive FaceTimes, uh, I'll bury the lead. No, one won the tournament. So, uh, I said, did you tell Maxine yet? We're, like, really drunk at the Airbnb. And he's like, no. And I was like, do you think she'll answer an, an aggressive FaceTime from a number she doesn't know? And he's like, let's find out. So, I FaceTimed her <laughs> from my phone. And she, like, answers the phone. She's like, hello? And I'm like, what is it like to be married to a champion? <laughs> And she's like, what, what did she say? I, I think it took her a second to realize that it was me. You know, mm. she only mm-hmm. met me once. She's like, oh, and then I like showed her Noah, and he's like, I love you so much, my heart hurts. And she's like, you guys are drunk. <laughs> so, I don't even think we're we're that kind of drunk that like aggressively tell each other how much we love each other when drunk. Well, maybe we I do feel it like, to our wives. I, think I feel like we aggressively mm-hmm. tell each other how much we love each other sober and drunk we just happen yeah. to drink a lot also well no i think 
that level of love outside the homies is a, a drunk thing. Mm, I feel you. Not as many people feel comfortable telling their homies how much they love each other and want to help peg them and, you know, like normal guy well, stuff. Not, not, not help peg them, but like help them get pegged. Is right. More yeah. The okay. absolute gold, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Someday. So, yeah. I mean, I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting yeah. for him. Rooting for you, Marty. <laughs> um, so what's the boys? Uh, yeah. Tell me about it. Uh, Tuesday morning, my dad drove me to the airport. Um, Which dad? <laughs> not Angel. He's not in New York. No, bummer. No, um, trouble with Noah and Basil, and that was fun. We had a good time in the car. We found, uh, we stopped at a random gas station in the middle of nowhere, and on this gas station, pegboard, like you know, not that kind of peg, but a different. Oh man. Yeah, like a cork board. There was one business card, and it was for a guy who would bring a real life T Rex to your party for like four hundred bucks. So we saved that for next castle. Um, the plan it's is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. The plan is we're gonna tell the guy to come, but we're also gonna set up a stripper pole. <laughs> like, All right, hop on it. <laughs> and, yeah, <laughs> just like act like we all really want to fuck the T Rex. You know, there's a lot of like actual pterodactyl porn out there. Is it not bread just making that noise he makes? No, um, no, it's real. Do you remember so, when Amazon was letting people self-publish? Yeah, Amazon, yeah. like pterodactyl literotica. They're still yeah. doing that. You, I think they just have like a vetting process now. <laughs> yeah, because well, well, I think after Mein Kampf 2, I think that was the line I got I want to make the joke that the tagline is Electric Boogaloo, but that's like, actually, yeah, it's way too real. Too real. Yeah. Um, so we got up there. I, I bought a piece of meat to cook for everybody that was seven hundred and some dollars. His name was Brad. No, no, no. Um, I made a prime rib dinner for everybody. We had some really nice. food. We got really drunk. I heard that that helped seal the deal on some stuff. I don't know what helped seal the deal on some tooth, but uh, <laughs> that was a Freudian slip. <laughs> <laughs> he's got long teeth um yeah so uh he's a slender man dude yeah he really is he's handsome he's wonderful I, he is I um so oh punched my mic sorry guys <laughs> typical joe <laughs> moving my hands around because i'm italian when i talk um so we all went to the tournament i played five great games of warhammer as usual awesome uh, maybe four and a half um my round three opponent was fine, just slow, hmm. and had light pink on white dice that were very hard for me to read. Hmm. Um, but you know, because I like, I pay really harsh attention to my opponent's dice because I've definitely seen a lot of people pick up hits as misses, and yep. like I just want people to have a good time. You know, and like I want it to be fair. Um, and like, um, I don't want to get too into every game, but like, all my opponents were great. So tell me about one. your deployment in round one and why you made so that decision. One. 
Um, he had all Galatian veterans. He was running the the murder snakes list, so all the snakes, mm-hmm. um, no Marathi, but like a cart and two units of five, both snakes, three units of ten fighty snakes. Mm. But I was just able to, uh, I, I dropped him by one, so I'm going to go first. So I was able yeah. to basically be like, keep myself in position to like use ten blood knights to like pick up a unit of snakes, pick up a unit of snakes, and then like, because they're, they're bad if you're letting them swing on you first. Yeah, of course. So, now yeah, I was able to just mitigate those decisions. So that game was pretty... Um, just he, his lack of screens made it like near impossible for him to do anything. We were playing... Um, what's it called? Warhammer. Uh, Price of Gallet. Surprise of Gallet. Surprise of Gallet. Surprise of, like, surprise of Gallet. I'm like going second, so I'm like... The way he deploys... He's like kind of shifted a little bit away from the left, of my left objective. So I'm like mm-hmm. that one, and it's proving grounds. So he scored no primary points. He just got um, his battle tactic, and then you know I scored primary points, and then et cetera, et cetera. It kind of just kept going that way. Yeah. Um, and then round two, I played uh, Mike Grove. I'm sorry, I know my first round opponent's name was I think Andrew. He was a really nice guy. I don't know his last name. Um, then I played Mike Grove, from Canada. He's from Niagara. Cool fucking dude. Uh, he was extremely high. Nice. <laughs> this is the spirit of the game. Uh, we drank a bunch of ciders. I bought four ciders at the table. We we're slamming them. And uh, sounds like the goal. Yeah, he made me go first, but we were playing turf war, which is like so. Like my whole army's on the table. Surf and turf war. Surf and turf war. All lobsters and steaks. Um, my whole army's on the table, but I was just able to kind of wait terrain was placed and the way he deployed just prevent him from getting on points in turn one. Are you yeah. drinking your own urine, Will Blunderfield? <laughs> no. No, that was that was a light <laughs> <He> brown liquid. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, I was just able to, like, run a bunch of black knights up in front of him kind of prevent him from getting on primaries and then the game ground out like that, where I was just able to stay ahead on primary points and suffer the attrition of dealing with Seraphon and, uh, you know, like picked up things at the right time. And and then in the end, like, he had the stake that, uh, you know, is general. That, that's another thing of what looks like you're in a mason jar to what is going on. That's just water. Why the first water? one, it's in a it's in a dark colored mason jar. Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't know the dark color and then it's the right of the liquid. Um, it starts. It starts with a liquid, actually. Yeah. Um, I'm drinking ammonia. I'm actually cleaning up my, my bottles right now. Um, so, in our game, uh, he had the stag that if he killed it, it came back with one wound, but he failed the four up, so it just yep. died. You know, I was like, the well, retrocedes. You know. Yeah. Um, and then my game three was like, like I said, was a long game. There was a time, I think, in our my, his first turn, um, I dissociated for, like, 20 minutes. You told me that. I thought you were kidding. No, I was, like, sitting at the table, and I was like, I'm here at a tournament playing Warhammer. What am I doing? Um, he was just, you know, really thinking out his decisions. Um, Did uh, it make you wish you had a clock? I had my clock with me. I just didn't put him on it, so it wasn't, like, fair to like put it out right away and like yo so that's the thing it's like the before like clocks are not 
like a hundred percent. They're like not in the pack. So you have to get your opponents to agree to it. And then when you pull that out, you're setting like a standard at the table of like someone might take it the wrong way. So they don't want to start a game off on the wrong foot. Yeah. Um, I didn't lose from snow, slow play. Oh god. Like you know what I mean? is that? What's what? That was super loud. It sounded like a fucking it was a like a sixteen a sixteen letter drove through your living room. Harley Davidson drove by outside guys. I live in the city. Yeah. Um, so, um, the things that were like, there was just some frustrating things in the game. Like I couldn't, I couldn't get spells off. Didn't cast dark mist once, you know, I'm playing as iron jaws. So now I'm like trying to save, save stack and it just didn't really work out. And like yeah. a couple of quintessential things that like, I needed to swing my way to maybe like pull out of it. And we're playing realmstone cash. And like it didn't help that when it exploded, it exploded like one of them. He just had a unit standing there. Yeah, like, oh, it's so. it's dicey. Yeah, it was very dicey. So wicked, uh, wicked dicey. It was wickedly dicey. Yeah, um, but you know, fine at the table. Not really a personal guy. Not very talkative. You know, I am. So I was just like, all right, man. So it was fine. It was a fine game. I'm like. Not bashing the dude at all. Totally sure. fine. Would play him again. I would probably ask to use a clock just because I want to make sure that, that wasn't me being an asshole, thinking like this dude's slow. I know yeah. uh, he played Nate later on in the tournament, and the game went to like an hour, like through all of lunch. And they let them keep playing. Jesus. Yeah, it was rough. Um, but that's it. You know, some game, some people are just not aware of the time or whatever it is. It's not a big deal. Um, around four, I played Pat East. Uh, is the homie from up in. Uh, he's in Trevor Are you are you gargling marbles? No, he's from he's from the Three Rivers of French Canada. Oh, Trevi Blanc. Trevi Blanc. Why didn't you just say that? Cabernet Sauvignon. That's what I said. Yes, Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc. He lives in Matt LeBlanc, Quebec. Did you ever like roll some bad rolls and you're like, hey man, how you doing? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, what was I going to say? So, Pat East, that game was going to be rough from the moment I rocked up the table. Pat East is a world's player. He's a talented mm-hmm. player. Mm-hmm. I knew he's I, he's a friend of Frederick, and I know he's good. He did really well at Clash when I met him the first time. Yeah. And um, Max, their homie Mac, Maxine, Maxime, well, oh, Maxine, Maxine, no, uh, Maxine, Noah's Maxine, wife. Max, no, Max, yeah, no one can make that joke the whole time. You haven't seen anything with the wife. Um, Maxime uh, was hanging out at the table because he dropped in the tournament. Cause they did, were, she, did she drive up with you guys? Um, I'm getting to a really serious bit, Jacob. I really need you to lock it up for me because they were in a car accident. They totaled Fred's car, and they were really hurt and, like, terribly hurt. Like um, Emotionally? Ma- Maxime couldn't. Well, he had really bad bruised ribs, and I kept making him laugh. So it was like I was assaulting him all weekend. So like, and it didn't help that he was at the Airbnb, right? And you kept jumping on him and t- doing tickle no, fights. He, he wasn't at the Airbnb with us, but um, so in in the long run, uh, that game was like an uphill fight because my list doesn't really perform well into some top tier surf on bullshittery. But I pinned him in the point zone, did everything I could, and basically uh, came down to a two point game. So not the worst. Like he won by two. That's cool. Yeah. I felt good about that. Yeah. Um. And I like Pat. I had a great time. I mean, we were laughing our asses off, fucking around. I, 
10 out of 10, love that dude, like, I love Max, I love him, they're, they're fucking awesome, Fred's homies are homies, it's great to hang out with them, I hope I get to see them again soon, unfortunately, they're, I don't think they're coming to Everwinter, um, and I don't think they're doing LVO, so they're like, we'll, we'll see you at Clash again, and I'm like, I'm not going to, I can't, I can't do Clash this year, it's too far, um, yeah, just requires me to take two days off from work. So going the nine and a half hour drive to Montreal. It's a lot. Or to, well, it's not even that. It's like if I fly, I can't get a flight back Sunday night. Hmm. So either yeah. way, I'm fucked. And it's still, it clashes moving Trivois. So it's going to, it's still like an hour and a half from Montreal. So even if I fly in, I still have to find a fucking ride. Yeah. You know, so it just doesn't work. Or um, you pay, or you pay the like 600 bucks to rent a car for the weekend. Not worth it, yeah. No, exactly. It, so. Especially when there's a tournament the same weekend in Albany. It's yeah. so like a two and a half hour drive for me. So right. It's obviously not as big. And okay. Yeah, but how many people are going to speak French at that tournament in Albany? None. Maybe one. Me. So would you say that's Tabernacle. a... Because you just shout Tabernacle and Zedus over and over again at tournaments and people don't know what you're saying? Yes. Sick. All right, so you lost game four. Yeah, and then game five I played Sean O'Shaughnessy. Oh, Sean. Yeah, I asked him if if that was intentional. He said yes. (laughs) 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 Um, He was playing Slanesh. Did you just call him O'Shag Hennessy the whole game? (laughs) No, we had had a lot of fun. We laughed a lot. We were playing in the presence of idols, and he had like... Wow, that's incredible. Which ones? No, not in presence of idols. I need the cunning. Oh, I need the cunning. That ruins yeah. my my Simon Cowell no. joke. Yeah. No. Yeah. So it was the mighty and the cunning. So it's like I've been working on this for... joke for two weeks since you, you told me you wanted to cast today. Interrupting me. Thank you. That's all I needed. <laughs> as soon as I start talking, you're gonna interrupt me again. I know it. I see it in your eyes. <laughs> I can see that, right? <laughs> All right. So, Jacob Interruption. And... So, he had four units of Jacob Interruptions. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I... I, <laughs> I love this. I know you so well. Um, so, anyway, he had four units. <laughs> Four units of Galatian veterans, and uh, I only had two, and they were in a grave, so I just was able to get ahead of points. And he came up pretty close at the end. He had like some crown spine went off, and like I had to put my skeletons on the table, and I mm. where I put them was a good choice because if mm. I would have left them in the grave, he would just got four free points, so he got four free points for killing them, and, right? Uh, so it was cool in the end, it was pretty red. Um, uh, it was a great tournament. So, um, having to take out player's choice, um, which is cool. It's great, dude. It's awesome. But I don't know what the numbers are like, and I'm wondering if I just got like the whole club's vote, and I'm starting to feel a little guilty about that. Like, if I it just... makes you, if it makes you feel better, I literally never vote for you, and I, that I'm pretty sure it makes me feel worse. <laughs> I, I pretty much tell you every single time. <laughs> it makes me feel so much worse. Thanks, bro. Sick. Um, uh awesome great so but it's to show you that it's not 
you're not winning because it's just our club voting for you. Okay, thanks, dude. I yeah, hope, I hope it's not that. Um, so I think we're gonna rig the vote for some random person. We're gonna just find someone who's like a three color minimum. I mean, <laughs> a tournament and we, give them twenty two. I don't think we need. I don't think we should make it some random person with three color minimum. I think it, we should just like really go for like Chris Werder. It should be <laughs> it should be Chris Werder because no one deserves it more. Uh, or, I'm sorry, Chris Werder. Um, oh, no, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, sorry. The, our, yeah. He's our token corn Latino player. I mean, uh, Latino corn player. Uh, and no, no, he's a corn player. He's a corn guy who plays as the faction Latinos. Right? No, no, he's a Latino guy who plays as the faction Maiz. The, the corn? I get yeah. it. There you go. There, <laughs> it. It. there it is. Oh, uh, but, uh, yeah. yeah, we should just like, have him win everything at, like, Every tournament, not just like pick a random person. Like, let's just have him win it a bunch. <laughs> it's like, man, fucking Chris wins it again. No way. Get out of here. And then we just tell everyone that I didn't vote for him to prove that we're not. Hey, but Jacob didn't vote for him. <laughs> Jacob would never do that. Jacob yeah, never even voted for Joe. Jacob's no, you know what? I'll just I'll vote for you the whole time. <laughs> the whole club's going to vote for Chris, and I'll tell them I voted for you because it's nepotism. Um, <laughs> I'm really. Uh, so anyway, yeah. The boys awesome so they go to do awards uh and the first award they announce is best general which is noah so i surprised everyone in the tournament hall because i had an air horn in my bag <laughs> fucking it was a blasting and i had like you know i stole it from a rig we did a rig i had an air horn for the crane and i was just like Meh. and I blasted it and all the 40k guys look pissed Good. Super pissed. Well, I like, would too if I was playing 40k. Yeah, and then uh, right afterwards, they they calm it all down, and they announced I won Player's Choice. So I, like pulled it out. And <laughs> it um, how bad was that on your tinnitus, dude? Uh, it doesn't matter anymore. I'm so deaf, dude. Was it worth it? Well, the the chemical burn I got on my hand was worse than the, the hearing damage. from the. From the airport? It was leaking. (laughs) (laughs) It was leaking a little bit. That um, sounds awful. Yes, we got super rowdy during the the raffle, like we always do with the boys. It was just good. good You know how I feel about people clapping at raffles. That's the whole reason we do the the raucous awards thing, right? Because I hate when people clap at raffles. It drives me so... so I get so angry when people... We're like, I left the air horn in front of Yuri and Levon from Bulldog Hammer, and yeah, Yuri yeah. is just holding it down for everyone who won. Oh my <laughs> god! It was so funny, dude. We had a really good time. Um, I would have hated that so much. I'm oh, so yes. sad I missed it. Marcella won, and Marcella and Sean did this thing where they buy like four hundred fifty dollars with a raffle. I saw that. Like she bought her body weight in tickets, which was like fifteen. It was crazy. So. um it was super fun, and it was just—it was a great weekend, man. And the only way it could have been better is if maybe like Rob Symes was there or something. But yeah, somebody, somebody who matters. Me. Yeah, like I really missed. Who else did I miss? Scrivo. Mm, yeah, I was missing. Terry uh, Carroll. Oh my God! Be still my heart. Lachi um, Mulchkeki. Yeah. Blackout. I, I thought it was Lachi Marks Keiki. Loxy Mulch 
Carl Carly Marks Cakey Mulch Marksy. Nah, dude, I'm out. I'm out. Tap me out. I got nothing. Oh, this is the red cider. This one's seven percent. That's that's Lockie's favorite cider. Mm-hmm. This is red a good red one. cider. Yeah. Oh, good cider. It's good. All right. So. All right. So. So, the boys' massive success uh, next tournament isn't two weeks for me. I'll be at yep. Everwinter in Boston. How many people are signed up for that? Like a, oh, over a hundred, right? Over hundred, yeah. Cabin scoring. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be Which one? Um. Oh. Just Gavin. Gavin. Original Lip, original recipe. Lip Gavin's going to LVO. Hell yeah! I like Lip Gavin. Lip Gavin's gonna be there. And is then, uh is Hair Gavin gonna be there? No, I don't. That know also sounds like Gavin. I'm. We're saying Mr. Gavin in German. Yeah, Herr Gavin. Ah, yes. It's very coincidental that your clown's name has H H as its initials. Gavin. <laughs> oh man, that's dark. Have you seen Kyle? <laughs> He's this tall. Yeah, that's terrible. That's not a good joke anymore. That joke was no. funny before we had not, like real Nazis again, but now we're here we are. Did you see the video of the guy in Seattle throwing the Hell Hitler sign shouting about the race war? Did he lose? <clears throat> uh yeah, I mean he got he got like cuffed and arrested. No, that's not you know, whatever, man. Fuck those people. I don't even want to think about that, bro. You don't want to think about Hair Gavin. Carol Danvers titties. Yo. <laughs> so I'm doing commission for Carl on painting Captain Marvel. Oh, love that. Yeah, she's kind of got a pancake ass. She's anyway. got that. She's got that. Uh, the American long. She's an American long back. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the most... Dude, don't talk about my people like that, bro. Oh, American long back. It's, it's, it's all right, Joe. I'm shaped like Look. a worm. Joe, uh, I look like a snake that ate a big dinner. <laughs> Fuck you. I've um, just never seen someone like you've heard of cankles. I've never seen someone who's got k shoulders. <laughs> it's like in you. No, All listen, right. Joe. You're you're caked up where it matters. You're you're thick in the heart. Yeah, thick in the heart. Yeah, that's called yeah. congen. Called heart failure. <laughs> Congestive heart failure. Don't worry. Chris Ward will fix it. Yeah, he'll fix everything. We're, we're gonna live forever. We're friends with the surgeon. It's great. <laughs> um. So, uh, ooh, is Brielle not feeling good? Yeah, no, neither of the kids is feeling super good. Oh, Jet, let's run. Is, yeah, it's, going around it's that. Although Jet, we think so. Jet got like his one year shots and the flu shot. And apparently, the one year shots hit some kids pretty hard. Uh, so he's been running a fever. So we think that might be that for him. Yeah, but yeah, Brielle's, least, Brielle's probably got RSV. Millie's pretty sick too. She's like, yeah. she's not like not like coughing or anything. We got already knows, and she's just throwing tantrums like you wouldn't fucking believe, dude. Yeah, I I would actually. Yeah. I, so it's been a while. It's been being a parent is hard right now. Um, yeah, it so, turns out it's probably not ever easy. But again. Hmm gets yeah you know just gets harder again and then it'll get easier again then you'll go to everwinter and it'll be fine yeah <clears throat> I'll, have, I'll have two days in ecstasy and everywhere so um uh 
Um, we played a little Grizzled. We beat the Grizzled, finally. Um, Teresa played two hands of it, and she's like, I don't understand why this game is so hard. <laughs> you guys suck. And we were like, we just beat it with Teresa. That's weird. Um, she's amazing. Do do you think do you think like as a kid she was the kid who like could name every part of every Subaru in existence just like off the top of her head? No, I think she's just good at games and she understands puzzles. Oh, no, man, it's too bad she didn't. That implies the same thing, (laughs) but um, yeah, right, that's cool. Um. So, uh, do you want to? Should we get into our Slaves to Darkness review? You want to take a quick break? I thought we did that last episode. Dude, that <clears> book <throat> no. is awesome. Nope, we haven't. We didn't do that. We have not done that. All right. The book All is right. great. The book is it's wonderful. Awesome. Sorry, let's take it's... a quick break. We'll come back and we'll talk about Slaves to Darkness. Did Ridge today? And he was playing Slaves to Darkness. Yeah. Those threat ranges in Knights of the Empty Throne are fucking stupid. Yeah, well, it's a bunch of stuff with move 10 and 12 with run and charge, and then you probably can get a 36 charge on it. No, you have the Bloodstoker. Yes, plus three run, plus three charge. So it's like 18 inches plus 3d6. I'm trying to fucking missile, dude. It's stupid. Um, That's wild. I tried out that that Annihilator uh, long strike list that I'm talking about. It's so obnoxious. Did you win? No, because I lost every prio. <laughs> no, because I, I lost. Lied. Okay. No, like, <laughs> so I rolled a, a one on every prio, prio and I re-rolled it to see what would have happened, and I rolled a one again, thanks, TTS. Um, but uh, it's obnoxious, the amount of damage you could put out on turn one. So, so anyway. that's a list that has th- uh, three threes of, of long strikes? Four threes of long threes. Okay. Yeah. And then how many? Secret tech. Oh. And then, no, if we'd say the rest of the list, you'd somewhat figure it out, but yeah. Yeah. Um, Three threes of annihilators? Three threes of annihilators, two units of three aether wings, a relictor, and a night jude. Yeah. So you you get two two, uh, griffhounds also. Yep. Did you see that somebody won or like went four one, either four one or five out at tournament with four night vexlers? No, or uh is it whichever one we were talking about, the one that No, you need six. Six is better. Yeah, of course it is. But I think um, he was running he had other stuff in there that was like four night vexlers. For the rest of the list, I guess. Did you just know what the game's gonna be like after turn one? Yeah, pretty That's much. It, like, it's it's like, on. Can you can you roll your D threes high? Nah, even I think it's just like how much stuff they have, right? Like if they have like high, like if you're playing against storm other stormcast, they're just gonna be like, yeah, of course. If it's against know. like high quality, low wound wound count, basically. Yeah. I don't know. It's that's a dumb list, and I hate it. I'm, I can't wait to see it and probably play it one day. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you outdrop it, you just shoot all the characters, which is yeah. my my top tip for for a high level play. Which might not be a thing with the rumors for the new GHB. Yeah, that's true. Unless you're shooting battle line, and then it won't matter. Who cares? This game is dumb. People are dumb, but drinking is fun. It is. I, I also I don't mind that they're moving the goalposts. 
I think it's, I, I really don't uh, I don't mind that either. I think it's just dumb that every what they do is they go like this. They'll be like, this thing's gonna get a buff. Galley bets can fight through themselves, and they'll be a battalion that they can get counters three on a objective. Sweet. But also, we're gonna make everything really fucking good at murdering them, and it's just like the trade off isn't right. I don't it's like mind same... that that like give and take. The problem with it is no, it's, it's not it's, super. It's, it's not really. Yeah, it's, exactly. They did it. I think they did fine with monsters. They did fine with monsters. monsters I think it was fine. fine. There was nothing that like was better at killing monsters, but monsters just like escalated the score war. Yeah, but that's the score the war. Same. That's yeah, exactly. The, that's an additional exactly. change, and that's yeah. a proper change. But like these like GHB ones since the introduction of galley bets and bounty hunters has been kind of like fart like wet farts. And like Harvest of Heartlands was cool, dude. Like that could have stayed in the game. I agree. Like you can't roar me, cool. You can't stop me, cool. Like it's not that O D. But like when some assholes running ten blood knights that are now at damage four and they charge your the core of your army, it's it's like 21 attacks on twos, twos, because I got seven in. Like, it's not fun, bro. Like, to watch you know your I mean? opponent's army come off the table? Like, I don't understand well, what's not, not fun not, about that not, for you. It's not fun for them. <laughs> yeah, they should have screened better. Good point. All right. And we're here. And we're back. Um, what have you been working on, Joe? I am in the process of doing a commission for Carl, painting a bunch of Marvel Crisis Protocol stuff. So we got a Hulkbuster and Iron Man. Uh, oh, I liked your Hulkbuster. Thanks, dude. I really liked it. I, I think I may have said the thing that I now find myself saying like probably twice a year, which is obnoxious because I feel like that's making it lose, uh, like lose value. Are you having a stroke? What the hell? No, just looking around. Am I boring you? Yeah. Um, oh, all right. Well, yeah, you it's, do say it's my quite favorite. Often. I it's yeah. Well, favorite. Yeah, I don't know. It, it is my new favorite thing you've ever painted. I think it just shows that I'm getting better at this. It is. You know, way to turn this. Goal. Way to turn my compliment around to, to be about you. I am the best. Um, you've been voted as such by the players. Yes, in my uh, uh, with my extensively large club of people. I thought you were going somewhere else with that. Uh, an og. There, there um, we go. <laughs> I was explaining to Roger's family the joke about you having a massive hog oh, today. You hung out with Roger today? Yeah, we went and got Hattie B's. I'm so upset, dude. I wish I could have been there. How I, is it? All we did was talk about you and your massive really? hog. <laughs> That's awesome. How's Roger's family, dude? I haven't met his wife. Good. And his They're kids fun. are teenagers, right? Yeah, I met I met two of the three. That's awesome. Yeah, I met the younger two. Um, yeah, we had a great time. And they thought that the like mild chicken was too hot, which was great. And then his wife got the hot and she was like, this is amazing. This is all I want. This is all I want in life. Yeah. But I will say she kind of cheated. What'd you do? She took the skin off of the bird. Joe. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? <laughs> I said that she took the skin off of the bird. Joe? I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? <laughs> I mean, that's fine. That's that's what. You, no, um, you know, we can say it. We can say it. I don't that's a waste out. of the bet, like the second best part of Hattie Dude, Beats. I, 
I eat per meal today. The, like I just the eat best pigs part. Skin. Yeah, it's the best. The, the skin, best. No, the, the best skin is part. the skin is the second best part of your meal at Hattie's because the best part is, is that soggy ass white bread underneath it that catches all of the oil. Oh, so good, so good, bro. You give me heart palpitations. Stop it. It's okay. Um, I'm, that's actually just a blood clot. We're gonna call Chris Werder. We're gonna live forever. Yeah, yeah Chris Werder. <laughs> Doctor Werder. Doctor Werder. Who got married recently? By the way, did you know he got married? I didn't realize it, and I heard someone talking about like getting him wedding gifts, and I felt like an asshole for not getting him anything. Wow, rub it in some wedding. more. Rub it in yeah. some more. I really like Christopher Werther. I couldn't make it. Chris Werther, you know what's funny is Chris is probably, every time I see Chris, he is the highest person I've ever met in my life. And I'm like, you put things in people's bodies. And then you go to work. <laughs> yeah. I love him. He's my favorite. He's great. I didn't. I didn't realize he smoked that much. He's just super fucked up, dude. Like living his best life, you know. Of course, yeah. Weed. He's got his. So he's he, got his wife slap chopping now. Like. Yeah. So man. what's what's really crazy is after the the weekend, I got an email from the Airbnb for the for. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, he wants two hundred fifty dollars because of the state of the place as we left it, and I was just like, bro, do you mind telling me what that was? Because like I thought we left it good, and he just canceled asking for it. It's like yep, yeah. I looked him. I looked him dead in the windows to his soul, and I said, "Bitch." Bitch. Um, but you said it though, right? So, you said, "Bitch." Yeah, I said, "Bitch." Um, I am so like keen on Warhammer right now. You know what I mean? As me always. too. Obviously, um, always. But after after this weekend, um, I'm more excited for LVO. Um, mainly Me because I'm going to get to be reunited with my best friend, Bud Kaler. Oh, I'm so excited that he's coming. Yeah. I, that's fine. That's funny because I was going to say I'm really excited to be reunited with my best friend, uh, which is you, and then you did this bit, and so now I'm like <laughs> pretty bummed. Yeah. But I'm going to pivot and say I'm, gonna, I'm so happy to spend time with my uh, no, best friend in the whole wide world, Basil Nicole. Is, uh, no, oh, yeah, I guess that counts. Yeah, we have, we have a Jew thing going. Yeah. I just you hope I can. Do. I just hope I can beat her for for best Jew at LVO because she's she's one and zero against me. She's she's running up the score right now. Yeah. Um. I swear so, to God, if one of those SoCal guys pulls it over us, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't know. Um, did you put your Hanukkah tree up yet, or what is it? A Hanukkah dog? What is it? I know it's a menorah. Did you put your menorah up yet? Did you decorate for the holidays? Uh, not really. We have a like a little Christmas tree in Brielle's room up because um, she likes the lights. But we'll, we'll put up our menorah soon. It's Hanukkah doesn't start until like the sixteenth or seventeenth. It's like just the week before Christmas. Yeah. Um, then, uh, I don't know if you can see in the background of my video, but my tree is up. It's not lit. It's lit as fuck. Don't you talk about my friend's tree that way? It's litty as shit, dog. Litty as shitty. Um, no, but we're, I think Margo's looking forward to decorating the tree with the kids. Oh, yeah, um, it's going to be fun. Yeah, we did it with Lily just because we've been shut in for the weekend. So of course, absolutely. Um, Secret Santa update. I delivered my Secret Santa stuff uh, a week and a half ago to Basil. It's crazy that I got him two weeks in, two years in a row. It's like I removed our names from it and made sure that he and I had each other. Got him a bunch of Slaves of Darkness stuff. He seemed really happy. 
Are you smorganing my secret Santa gift to Basil? I don't know what you're talking about. How come that box set didn't come with dice? Fuckers. I don't know, but it's probably for the better because the faction dice are pretty consistently. No, they're getting good. They're getting good. They're getting good now? They're getting good. I mean, those ogre dice are out of control good. They're so good. (laughs) They only roll sixes. Um... I've never beaten anybody using ogre dice. Really? No, but I, I like, I, I want to. I want to put them into a pillowcase and beat them with their <laughs> ogre dice. <laughs> I think it would hurt because they're so big. Nice. Oh. So. You want to do um, our listener questions? Do you want to? Yeah, I was going to say I, I, I finished watching that show Dork, and it was just felt like a waste of time. So. I don't even know what it is. What is it? It's, it wasn't good. It was just yeah. like the whole show culminated, and then it like felt like the J.K. Rowling did anything in there, and they're like, oh, oh. it's oh. you know, that kind of thing, like you know." Um, so yeah, let's. Speaking do of J.K. Ro- speaking of J.K. Rowling, people are not happy about the clip of uh, Daniel Radcliffe's new movie where he drops the N word with a hard R because he's playing a uh, neo-Nazi. I mean, he's acting. Yeah, he's he's an actor. Did you? I saw a comedian that was talking about like, he's like, listen, I, I get it. Like, people like Tom Cruise. He does his own stunts, but there's nobody braver in the world than some of these white actors who go in and play super fucked up racist characters. Leo yeah. DiCaprio sat there and stared, <laughs> stared Jamie Fox in the face and <laughs> shouted the N word. Samuel L. Jackson was right there. I don't care that Tom Cruise does his own stunts. Leo DiCaprio is a hero. <laughs> I mean, dude, like, it's that has to be a tough thing to get yourself through. Um, unless you're a piece of shit. Yeah, or you break um, your hand and you can be distracted. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's why Aragorn, if you go kick the, the helmet to break his toe, because he was yelling me in. <laughs> oh, man. It's not funny. Eagle Mortensen's a saint. All right, yeah, let's do listener questions because, right, to be yeah. honest, we don't have any other content. So yeah, well, I mean, it's not like I have games played or I have hobby to talk about. You didn't ask. I'm just gonna go right into listener questions. First one comes from a friend of the show and uh, currently. Oh, I, I have a listener too. question right here. Uh, this is J- Jacob. What have you been working on? <laughs> Nicole asks, as a couple of white men in the hobby, what's been your biggest challenge when facing off a bunch of other white men in the hobby? Um. The smell, <laughs> and also my uncontrollable desire to have as much sex with Dayton as possible. You spelled Ryan wrong. Yes. Yeah, uh, I would just say uh, standing out in a crowd of of other mediocre middle aged white men with kids. <laughs> Yeah. Like what am I what am I bringing to the table? Nothing. But am I going to keep doing it? Absolutely with a confidence that is completely unbecoming. <laughs> the confidence of a person that's never had a hard time getting a job. Listen. Listen. At least we're not pride and plague. Next question comes from my balls. Why is there so many people named Mike in the hobby and who are the best three Mikes in the hobby? Mike and Mike, Mike, if you include Muhammad, Mike is the most common name in the world. Why would you include Muhammad? Because Muhammad is Michael. Muhammad no, it's not. Is, it's yes, a, it is. No, it's at, not. Look at the translation. I'm going to Google it. Hey, oh, Jimmy, my God. Sure. 
You're not even typing, are you? Right, you're just here. banging your knuckles on your on your keyboard. Muhammad in English. Uh, Muhammad. Uh, no, some carpenter <laughs> told me this on a job, and I just bought it and fucking. <laughs> I just bought it. Um, so all right, top three, top three mics. Uh, top three mics. Um, Mike I'm Hengel. gonna go Hangle number one. Hang on, no, hang on, hang on. It's accidentally almost closed on Kester. We're gonna list them the same way that Biggie did. Uh, Jordan Jackson. And then B Jordan, obviously. Yeah, Michael B Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. I love the great, great Killmonger. I just never understood why, like, he decided his stage name had to like use Ebonics. Like, we get it. You are Jordan. <laughs> That's <laughs> terrible, <laughs> Jacob Berry. Um. So, uh, top three mics in Warhammer. Yeah. So many mics. Mike Maccabee. It's a good one. Not Jewish. Um, Mike Veginos. It's a good one. Deceptively and fast. Mike, deceptively fast is an understatement. Is I'm that your top three? Like Maccabee, Veginos, and Hengel? I, I want my balls to be in there, but I, I got to take Tough Crowd over everybody else, right? Tough Crowd forever. Forever Tough Crowd. Is there, who else is there? There's Mike Scaletti. Yeah, he's way down on that list. Um, there's Mike Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there's Mike Sella Halo. Um, Mike Juan. Mike, Mike Berbiglia. Mike, Mike, who's Mike Berbiglia? I know that name. Is oh, that a comedian? About, what about Mike, um, Mike Mullis? I've never met him. Um, no. Mega Boss Mike, bro. What's his fucking last name? Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, Mega Boss Mike. That's not Mullis. Mike I don't Mullis think so. New York guy. So. He's cool. Yeah. There's uh, uh, Joseph Mike Rio for his father, Pagano. Yeah. There's yeah. Little little Mike Rathy from upstate New York. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mike Sella. Yeah, Mike Sella. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Dude, there's, you can't rank the mics. The mics are great. Uh, my favorite mic is probably this Yeti Blue I'm using. Oh, good one. Clever. Uh, except it, I would like it to not pick up Harley Davidson's as though my skull was rattling. Dude, you're going to have to suck it up, dude. No, I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm doing everything I can to keep this fucking thing together. Yeah, well, try maybe try a little bit harder. Uh, I, I can't. I don't think I can, can rank... Uh, you know what? You know what? I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, and it's this is based purely on seniority. Hengel, Sanders, Scaletti. Yeah, sounds good. All right, cool. Next question um, comes from little little Mike Rathy. Uh, what is your favorite narrative war cry battle report? Uh, and my yeah, my response would be all the the titty the titty ones, the ones with boobs. Uh, I actually did really enjoy uh, the Dogs of War or Dogs of Warcry podcast, which is part of the the Mortal Realms group. Uh, they don't do much in the narrative fashion, but the game is pretty narrative in the in the end of itself. So you sort of get the overviews of what their war, war bands are going through. 
Um, I also appreciated trials, their tribulations. Yeah, their trial exactly. Uh, their the conver- the convergences, trial, their divergences, the trials and tributaries. Yep, exactly. The deltas, the the omicrons. <laughs> the the, yeah, <laughs> a little bit Greek there, Joe. Uh, I'll tell you what I actually, what I actually, uh, my favorite part of that podcast was back when Stone Monk was still on it. He uh, he had a warp band. It was I think it was Untamed Beasts, and w- one of his characters was named Ashidna. And then uh, <laughs> I don't know if he ever actually made it official, but I assumed her last name was Done That. <laughs> yeah, shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have done that. Um, Marcella also asks, um, "What's your uh, your Parm recipe, Joe?" Dude, I can't. I the parm. She wants. She wanted specifically the parm mushroom risotto recipe. I responded oh, to that because uh, so for her first question, I responded, "Dude, we make porn," and then to the to that one, I responded, "Dude, we make parm." But yeah, if you dude, wanted to, if you wanted to expound on that a little bit, so like I taught Marcella how to make my Alfredo, and that was a mistake. Because mm. if Marcella starts doing the dinners, you guys won't need me anymore. Joe, and we'll always need you. I can't live in that world. No, um, I'll tell her how to do it next time I see her. See her every morning. Break it down. Sick. It's just a lot of staring. Staring? You have a staring contest? Staring. Dude, I uh, I tried to make holla with Brielle yesterday. Yeah, we were like dun 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 dun. dun. Cool. I don't know why. <laughs> Sorry. Holla. Was it good? No, it was so bad. I think oh, the yeast no was back, no. <laughs> we made no hollaback, girl. Uh, it didn't rise at all. I think the yeast was uh, <laughs> was flat by like a year. Was your yeast <laughs> deceased? Uh, highly, or it had been infected or something. It was not mm-hmm. good. Uh, I I put it in the oven anyway, just see what happened. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't even braid it. It was too like firm. It didn't rise at all. <laughs> they basically came out like, you know, if you like leave like non-fluffy biscuits out for a day or two, they get like pretty solid. It's like that, but in balls the size of your fist. <laughs> so I've eaten three of them in the last two days because I have a <laughs> compulsive eating disorder. <laughs> They're okay. It's only the middle that's actually still raw. Uh, next question comes from Sean Feather. Uh, he has three questions, so I'm not going to rapid fire. We're going to take them one at a time. Uh, number one, what's your number one Warhammer purchase that you regret most? Honestly, nothing because I've sold. If I don't want it, I sell it back. Um, number one Warhammer purchase I regret most. Number one Warhammer Maybe buying tickets to Summer Slaughter. I don't know. No, I love Summer Slaughter. No, it was wonderful. Um, Summer's Laughter is what we called it. Um... Warhammer, what was the biggest waste of money I've ever done in Warhammer? Oh, yeah, was it a large it, dragon? No, 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 it wasn't a large dragon. What about it another large those, dragon? Those witch elf blow up dolls. Oh my god, that was so funny. <laughs> I was so angry about you that. You were so mad. I think I've only seen you that mad one other time. Yeah, and I don't want to talk about it because. I'll bring up the fucking pasta salad. <laughs> I swear to god, I'll fucking kill you. Um, oh man. Podcast is canceled. Fuck it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Those. So, what was that like? Right when the Dark Elf book dropped, um, mm-hmm. for Aethan, 
the last Dark Elf book in Eighth Head. So this is a good number of years ago. Avatar's War did a pre-order for some really interesting 3D sculpts they did of Wish Elf models. And when they came, they were not what they showed us. Uh, I, I bought 60 of them. Um, and they basically just looked like blow-up dolls. Like they were all smiling like a donut. Um, and they had, their heads were like too big for their bodies. Um, yeah, they were, and they were. It was weird because they were skin colored. Yeah, and kind of made out of like a rubbery silicone. Material. It was weird. I only took one of them home. Yeah, I'm surprised they were, you know, weren't too big for your dick. Bang, toasted. Never got any complaints, so uh, I'd have to have sex to get complaints. So, uh, mine right. was invented by the Romans. For orgies, and orgies aren't very fun if no one wants to do them with you. What's that from? <laughs> Dr. Steve Rule. I don't know who that is. He's my doctor. Oh, well, no wonder I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, John, it's John C. Riley character on Tim and Eric. Uh, I've never seen it. Uh, Sean, second question. Who's your favorite Disney princess? Ooh, Belle. Okay, hold on. Let's let's give two answers. Which Disney princess would you want to fuck most? And then who's your favorite overall as a character? Bill. For both? Uh, yeah. yeah. That's fair. I think that's fine, yeah. That's a, a Bill. Bookie. Bookie brunettes with big boobs. I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's yeah, that's 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 pretty good. That's that's pretty solid. Uh, I'm gonna say favorite that I would want to have sex with would be Chell. Who the fuck is Chell? She's from Road Del Dorado. Hang on, Chell out real quick. Who is Chell? <laughs> Chello, have you not seen Road Del Dorado? No, I haven't. Oh, all right, fine. Uh, then Jasmine. Um, and Ooh, then Jasmine. Jasmine's up there. Yeah, Jasmine could get it. And then my favorite uh, from a character standpoint would probably be Moana. Uh, yeah, Moana's up there. Yeah, she's she's cool. Um, yeah, that's cool as shit, though. Yeah, I was going to say Mirabelle, but I'm not sure she qualifies as a princess. She's a she's a Disney, a female Disney protagonist, but I don't think she's a princess. Um, yeah. Also, I love Stephanie Beatrice. So, like, Mirabelle's the shit. Uh, all right, last one from Sean. Why aren't more ogre armies painted like Shrek? I mean, that's a great question. I think there are already two. I know of one, and it's too many. So is it is it Deeks? Yes, Deeks is, and I hate it. Why? I, I, I just think it's it, it, it breaks my immersion. Ah, uh, is it is it because he also has these like giant buck teeth donkeys as his saber tooths? <laughs> I hate everything about it. I don't want him to be in my house ever again. I hate it. I love Chris Deeks so much. Yeah, me too. I really think it's just that I have like an uh, certain certain films I have an irrational hate for, and Shrek. Shrek is one of them. Would you say that uh, there's some body once told you that Army shouldn't be funny? No. No. All right. Yeah. Cool. All right. Next question comes from Tomb King Tristan. Uh, I guess this is his first time writing in. How do you find a balance at home between being a parent, partner, and painter? You sacrifice one. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, luckily, 
for me, like my partner's already chosen which one I'm sacrificing most. So it's great. It's perfect. Um, and I'm sad sometimes. What's that? Nothing. Uh, all right. His next question is, wow, two questions on his first time writing in. Uh, what holiday cooking are you excited to do in the coming weeks? Also, oh, God, he's got like seven questions in one little paragraph. All right. Holiday cooking you're excited to do, Joe? Uh, I don't really cook on the holidays for my family. It's like the one time I'm not cooking, so that's cool. I'm going to make latkes, and it's going to be great. Um, which Slaves like to a, Darkness sub-faction will you play first? Which one will I play first? Uh, I like the one that makes Demon Princes better. I like that one a lot. I'm probably not going to play... Despoilers. Uh, Despoiler alert. Uh, probably not going to play that one first. I'll probably play Host of the Ever Chosen first because I have the models, like a lot of warriors and, and knights. Um, mm. But the one I think is probably going to see the most competitive play. I mean, I think... Ever Chosen and Knights Empty Throne are going to see a lot of it, but I, I just think Ravagers is going to be impossible to deal with. Yeah, I like Cabalus too, though. Yeah, but you made a good point when we did this review, which is like them having magic dominance or like lots of casting, and that's sort of all they get isn't playing to the army's strengths, really. Yeah, I don't know. All right, next question comes from Noah. Seriously, though, can't find some squigs. If anybody found Noah's squigs uh, at Du Bois, uh, get in touch. You can find us at Of Sigmar Podcast. You can find me at Big J Bulls, and you can find Joe at, I don't know, a Hymn of Serpents. I feel like I feel like I might have those squigs in my attic. Oh, sick. Yeah. Because I, um, like, I have a couple of boxes of Beasts of Chaos that were his, too. Yep. And they might be wrapped up in that. Yeah. All right. Um, God damn it. You're coming into this bit, and I'm I'm glad you found his stuff. Uh, what stuff? I didn't find his stuff. At Seanzor21 asks, maybe, chunky maybe or smooth my... gravy? Giblets or no? I, I don't like chunky. I haven't had chunky gravy. It sounds gross. Unless it's like, like the it. onions like were not reduced properly in the roux. I, that doesn't sound very good. Unless it's bacon bits. Um, all right, next question comes from at Nick True, who asks, what's a good way to be assertive at a table without being an asshole? I have a hard time balancing the two. I think you just have to watch Basil play a game. And you know what? The truth is, I think it depends on who you have to be assertive with. Yeah, that's super and, true. Uh I think you have to reframe things. So one time I had something happen in a game that I did not like instead of saying my opponent, like, no, like, why'd you do that? That That's cheating or whatever. I was like, right. be I would be really upset with myself if I didn't tell you that I, that that move is bothering me. Can we talk yeah. about that? Yeah. You know? I think that's a good way to frame it. Um, this is like a thing that my wife taught me um, uh, is that instead of saying you, you say me. So when you said, like, instead of saying, like, all right, I think you, instead of saying, I think you moved your model wrong, or, um, like, you have to say, like, direct it back to you. Right. So you're saying, like, if they're, they were, say they're rolling dice, fuck you, being like, you got to be like, hey, man, you're kind of rolling those a little too fast for me. I can't keep up. Can you slow it down a little bit? I need, I'm trying to be on the same page as you instead of right. being like, 
you need to stop doing that. Um, <clears throat> if they're moving their models too far, like, hey, I was under the impression that they were a 12-inch move and that looked like a 13. Like, are they, are they getting a buff somewhere? I think that's where you have to go. And then if they take advantage of you there, that's when you just be an asshole and be like, fuck you. Like, Yeah, I, I typically lean towards question, like questions like, oh, what's their move? That was really far. Oh, it's move. Is it is it move twelve? I thought it was move twelve. Oh, whoa, that that seemed like a lot further. Can you can you measure that for me? Like, I think you're right that that just making it a conversation or like assuming positive intent without not saying anything. So like you can give them the benefit of the doubt while saying like, oh man, those guys are super fast. Do they move fourteen? Oh, they only move ten. Like that wasn't ten, was it? Um, and like yeah. give themselves rope to hang themselves, and if they do, then. And call a judge. Yeah. I don't know. I, I jokingly call judges a lot. So I'm, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I played a game at Nashcon where, like, because I, like, I jokingly call judges all the time. Like, I just, it, it doesn't make me uncomfortable to shout judge, even if I, even if I actually do mean it. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then, like, I asked stupid questions to the judge, and I think that might have cost me a sports vote, but, like, <laughs> I don't know. I still had a lot of fun with that guy. He was yeah. sticking the mud. I mean, I called, <laughs> I called as soon as I got compared to Joe Cryer at uh, Summer's Laughter. I was like, Judge, and then I was like, I'm playing this asshole. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's good to lead with like a couple fake judge calls first. So I guess uh, lead with humor and then questioning, and then if they still are trying to take advantage of you, uh, just. Try not to make it personal. Yeah. Um, all right. Question from Mike Maccabee, not Jewish, definitely Asian. Tips on identifying alternate win conditions. Like you come to the table thinking you're doing X, but how do you identify that Y might be the best path to a win? I mean, there's only one win condition in the game. Well, there's two win conditions in the game, right? There's stand on objectives longer than your opponent, or there's kill everything that they have and then stand on the objectives until the end of the game. I think what Mike's really asking is how do you identify the path to victory in your game? Mm. And this is something um, that just takes a lot of practice and knowing the intricacies of the game. Um, I would say also maybe listening to podcasts that... Not us. Not, not this not one. Us. Yeah, not taking our advice because me and Jacob are both highly emotional players. So we'll um, tend to do some insane shit. <laughs> um, we I'll just do shit for the story, for the fun of it. Yeah. Um, like, I've definitely been in a lot of points of games where I've been like, I should not do this, but if it works, it'll be hilarious. Right. Um, but, you know, yep. I can't, I can't give you advice on that sort of thing. I don't like, know. I think... In, in the end, dude, it's your... The victory at, of Warhammer is managing comes from managing expectations too. So like your victory doesn't have to be to win the game, you know, because there are. What do you mean? Are, if I if I don't win, I'm not having fun. Exactly. Like you need, like you could rock up to a table and just like have like I had a terrible matchup in the Pat East, dude, and I was just like, this is gonna be tough. Like, what's my win condition? Like, what do I want out of this game? And I'm like, okay, right. what I want out of this game is I want to have a lot of laughs. I got that. I want to keep it to close and competitive. I got that. And, like, 
you know, I didn't give up. Yeah. You know, and that's and that's the, your victory conditions don't have to match the parameters of the victory condition of the game. You got to walk away from the table feeling positive about the interaction you had, and you know, you, your your number one goal should be in a social game is like ensuring that not only are you having fun, but your opponent's having a decent enough time with you. Yeah, uh, they're not all going to give you that. You know, and that's okay. It's also being okay with failing at some of those things too. Um, but identifying board state, looking at the board state and knowing what you need to do to take the game is just something that comes with time and practice and, and, and repetition and knowing the, your army like the back of your hand and also understanding the, the root, um, the basics of each matchup and like how certain armies function. Like, yep. um, so what I would say on this is like, I, I completely agree with everything you said, Joe, that like. It doesn't, the reason we play the game isn't to win. Do you want to win every game? Yes. Are you going to do your best to win every game? Yes. Is that the point of the game? No. Um, but I will say like, if you're if you're in, into turn one and you're realizing that your original strategy isn't going to fly or your original plan isn't going to work, right? Like if you're, if your army, let's say is like, is a junk, junk bodies army, like Nighthaunt, let's say you're, you're trying to just flood the board with chain rasps and sit on objectives and don't die but you're a two drop someone comes in with a one drop with a hundred or like you know 200 wounds of uh bone splitters whatever and they they get on those objectives before you that's like as soon as you see that your original plan isn't going to work you have to figure out another one and i'm really bad at this but i've had it done to me a couple times and it makes me think about this a little bit more is like you have to do something your opponent doesn't expect because they expect you to run at them and try to kill them off the objective, which you're not going to be able to do sometimes. So you have to do something stupid, like split your army off the objectives and like try to start going around them. So they, they see like this weird tactic you're doing and maybe they'll chase you because everybody wants to fight in Warhammer. Everyone wants to have their models fight. Now, if you don't come to them, they're, Sometimes going to come to you, which is really stupid because they'll go off of objectives. I played a game on Tuesday where I like I was up in turns one and two because I, I took first and I screened off the objectives and I, I kept my opponent's Sylvaneth, uh, his like woods all zoned and stuff. And he brought in uh, tree spites or tree revenants rather uh, on like my back and side board edges. So like in a turn or two later, they'd be able to threaten the objectives, but they could never they weren't going to be able to teleport to the objectives. Because I had him zoned. But I took my two units of demons off the objectives and like charged him because I didn't want him to keep hopping around and, and doing shenanigans as the game went on and as I started to lose the attrition war. Which was the dumbest thing I could have done. Like I I moved off of the things that were going to win me the game to go get in this like s- stupid little slap fight with Chaff. I don't know why the fuck I did that, but it was it was what I thought was the right move. Or like I just I took the bait, right? So like give people bait, make make crazy plays because if you're going to lose playing right, you might as well try something different. Um, do something your opponent doesn't expect and maybe they, they'll react in a way that they didn't expect. Yeah. Uh, all right, moving on. More serious uh, I, question I had, here. I had something to add to that. Um, um, I, don't, I, I don't care. I tend to not have a starting game plan. What is um, that clicking? Nothing. Um, I... Uh, I tend to like walk up to the table and like 
like know that I'm gonna like I know what buffs I'm gonna cast and I kind of know how I'm gonna set my first moves up because I mainly go first in Soul Blade. I think it made you go first a lot. Um, <clears throat> but do you have a paint the, shaker on in the background? No, I have nothing on, dude. Oh man, I'm getting some weird feedback then. Hope that's yeah. just me hearing it. Um, and then I just kind of move against my opponent. Um, and like I always play like I'm about to get doubled. Hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. that's big. Is like planning playing the game as though you're going to get doubled as opposed to as though you're going to get priority. Yeah. Or you just you play the game to give it away. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Until until you're going to win on a double. Yeah. Um. And that's that's the, the game. That's what I would do. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Next up. Uh, from Josh Trenholm at Aetherian on Twitter. In a bare-knuckle brawl between Prosciutto de Parma and Hamon Iberico, who comes out on top? Okay, so I have not had Hamon Iberico, which is priced price a little bit higher than Prosciutto de Parma. Yep. Um, so I can't actually give that info. I have heard that Hamon Iberico is, is quite, quite good. I've never had it, but I've had Hamon Serrano, and I love, I love it. Uh, I would put it above Prosciutto de Parma, um, but you know I don't eat Spanish food that often. I do eat Italian pretty frequently, so maybe it's just a scarcity thing. It might be, yeah. I don't know. I have never had Hamon. I would like to try. Nice. Um, all right. Next question comes from Gabe uh, from Runex Radio, friend of the friend of the show. Uh, I I like that guy a lot. Yep. Uh, He's at the Runax on Twitter. You should listen to his podcast. Um, I wouldn't say it's better than ours, but it's definitely not worse. Um, (laughs) And I I do like him better than I like myself. But that's anyway. uh, All right. So, first question. Hey, before we get started, before we get into this. Yeah. All right, go. Who are your third and fourth players for Runex? Yeah. Yeah, before. All right. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. You know what? Oh. I need a drink. <laughs> I hate you so much. Podcast canceled. Cancel culture, man. It's coming for the podcast. Yeah. All right. So All right. what are you going to say? Who are your third and fourth players I'm so for... Thirsty. I'm <laughs> you so thirsty. You want to take a little break? I got to take a shit. <laughs> This will be your first official food break. I've never done one. Okay. All right. So we'll be, we'll be back with Gabe's question. All right. All right. All right. Who are your third and fourth players for Runax next going year? To poop? I need to get a drink. Oh, I wasn't going to. I don't have to shit. I'm fine. Oh. You can so go get a drink, though. It's not that far for you. Oh, my God. All right. Back. All right. Wiener, 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 wiener. Soft wiener next to another wiener, 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 wiener. Two wieners next to another wiener, 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 wiener. One more wiener next to another wiener, 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 wiener. 
Two wieners, nice and soft, not erect. Wieners, wiener, 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 wiener. You ready? We're back? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Did you hit record? I have never stopped it. I don't believe you. All right. Gabe asks. uh, Actually, I got to take a shit real quick. Give me a second. Okay. I'm good. Uh, I didn't wipe. Who are your third and fourth players for Runax next year? Okay, so me and you are coming to Runax. Yeah, you and I are going to Runax. Runax 2023. Are we going with our hearts or are we going with we're trying to win? Let's go with, let's pretend we're answering this as realistically as possible. Who would be be our our first two invites based on expecting people to come and show up Uh, and play? So Noah Singh. I I was going to say Will Kern. <laughs> no Singh and Tom Guan would be the two people. I would guess. not. I would not have Tom Guan as our first pick. Well, I know he could go. I know he could that's go. That's what I'm going based on money. Like who could afford to go? Basil. He just got like a five hundred thousand dollar raise. No, Basil's going to Japan this year. No, oh, we'll just stop at Runax on the way home. It's like right there. Um, so we're assuming. Okay. If we're, going, if we're, if we're pulling from. Just the crowd. Just, just the crowd. Just the crowd. Uh, Noah. Noah. And I mean, I know Anthony. I don't. I don't know when Runex is, but Anthony would be up there. Nate would be up there. Yeah, I think um, that the Trenton LA would be. Yeah. Um, people who can afford to go, sneaky good. I mean, I would ask Ridge. I'd ask Jordan. I'd ask Carl. I'd ask Thomas. Um, Thomas Ling. Yeah, Thomas Ling. Hell yeah. Um, I think I think Noah is solidly in the in the three slot. Yeah, honestly, if we were going to do Runex, um, I would honestly just try to get like Danny and Smorgan out. Yeah, I mean, like, so I'm assuming that it's like America. if we're if we're trying to pull North Americans, if, if we're going and there's no other North Americans going, it's it's Sean and Sam in a heartbeat. Yeah, well, because I, I assume I assume Gabe is unavailable. Smorgy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and Shanzer would be yeah, but like there's like like the question isn't completely clear. On I bet we could get more. Marce- I bet Marcella would go. Oh yeah, like I think we could probably if we if like you and I year, could like get clearance. Well. Yeah, if we could get clearance and organize it with the club, I bet we could we get two could, or three. Could, teams out two or three teams yeah, yeah it's maybe we should like actually put into like put 2024 in play now yeah we need a time of year Gabe. thank you um, and i think it's i think it's always in like end of october early november it's such a fucking hard time but all right yeah. i know i know it um yeah i i yeah i think i think we could we could get the conversation started though It'd be so cool to, to go. Okay, so here's here's a fun question because I, I, I don't know if you listened to their latest episode, but there's like there are a bunch of clubs that sent more than one team and they all had related team names. Like there was single shot, double shot, triple shot. And then there was one that was like simple math and there was one that was like simple meth or whatever. Mm-hmm. So what would be what would be our tough crowd themed team names? Uh. <clears throat> We could have like. I think, would be, I think you would do tough crowd for like the A team, like yeah. which would be and then like the Trentinellis and 
Noah and Basil. Uh, yeah, or I would say that like you would send like Andrew, Basil, Werder. No, yeah, Andrew, Basil, Werder, and maybe Noah, and they could be Puff Loud. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. Uh, we could send uh, Bud, Tristan, Dayton, and Nicole, and call it Rage of Sigmar. Yeah, there's just so many different options, but um, I, I would love to do Runax one day, dude. It'd be so um, fun, dude. We, I really, I really want to do a stateside team. That's tournament, but, I've been thinking about maybe trying to leverage all the terrain David has and running one here in Nashville in like September, October. American Team Championships. No, which I I think a better name for it would just be called Teams. Like just like be be the share of tournaments. Every every tournament has like two names and and like a tagline. Fuck that. This is just this tournament, it's called Teams. It's right there in the name. And that's pretty good. Um anyway, it's it's something I've been thinking about hard this week because of Gabe's episode about Runax. Uh, all right, he does have Gabe does have follow up questions. He asks our least and most favorite sub factions within Slaves of Darkness. I think we kind of covered that already. Oh, I would say my yeah, yeah I think we did. Yeah, uh, we didn't say least favorite, but I think you know what's fucked up. Mine's like Ravagers, just because like. But I think it's, but they're so good, dude. Cultists are so good. I know it's dumb. I'm dumb it for is. being like this. No, 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 no. You're great. No, I'm uh, dumb. No, I'm dumb. I'm I dumb, honestly dumb. think Despoilers is probably the worst. It's probably the worst one. Because yeah, I mean, it's good for Demon Princes, but Demon Princes themselves aren't that great. It's just Nurgle Demon Princes are good, and Corlin's fight okay. Yeah. The Slanesh one's not worth taking, and the Zinch one's like, nah, fine, okay. Uh, his last question is, I love you, Joe Pagano, uh, which is a great, a great question. And my response to that is, fuck you, get your own best friend. Uh, so slap into my DMs whenever you feel like, buddy. Yeah. Well, joke's on you. Gammy's in my DMs. We're talking about, we've been talking about Chaos Chariots. So, yeah. How about that? Wow. Um, I feel like me and you talked about Chaos Chariots a long time ago. We did way before I talked with Gammy about them. Um... All right, Carter Babs asked, where's the merch? Even Dayton has merch. You're right. We should have Age of Sigmar or Rage of Sigmar merch. I never thought of that. And you're right. Dayton beat us to market in having a web store that they totally um, did. Did you make that web store for them? Did you taught them mm, that? I, I, I sat with Nicole and walked her through it. Uh, yeah, we can. I can make a Rage of Sigmar web store. Why not? Got no reason not to. Uh, except I do because we always said we never wanted to make money off of this, and unfortunately, the way pricing works on that stuff is you have to take a either a win or a loss because it doesn't line up between Square and uh, Printful. But yeah, I'll set up a store. I'll get it to you, Carter. Get some shit out there. Oh, your video came back and it's super crisp, Joe. We should just do a rerun of the original shirt. And yeah, like, else. and that'll be it. Yeah, I don't care. Dude, whatever. I, I, I just want. I just want people. If people want the stuff, if people are still out there listening and they enjoy the content we put out, like, and they want to rep, they're more than fucking welcome to rep, dude. That's like, fair. You're right. You're right, Joe. I'll I'll get it together. I'll put one up. I just need to find the original assets. Yeah. All right. Uh, next question back again from Josh Trenholm at Ethereum. As a non-Italian in the hobby, what's some tips for improving my Alfredo game? 
Um, don't be a. So, <laughs> that's it. Say it, you I'm coward. Gonna... All right. You can't be a bitch your whole life. I'm going to tell everyone how to make my Alfredo right now, okay? All right, let's do it. This recipe is a one to one to half, and I never do a full half. So let's call it a one to one to three quarter. It is one stick of butter, one cup of cream, one a three quarter cup of Parmesan. Melt the butter. Don't burn it. Add the cream. Let them come to the same temperature. Add the Parmesan. Stir the cream in the pot. Don't let it boil. And once they become the same thing, once the cheese melts in there, grated Parmesan cheese, you add parsley to taste, pepper to taste, you have Alfredo sauce. Congratulations. Congratulations, Josh. And congratulations, Marcella, on getting another recipe from Joe. This is this is getting rough. All right. Uh, let's see. But also, also, I really have been thinking about doing Ragu di Sigmario videos. Uh, you should, dude. You, you should do Ragu di Sigmario videos and... Uh, you should take your paint service legit. Hmm. I'm still thinking about doing that. I'm not sure. I know. All right. Next question comes from Slanice. I just don't want to pay taxes, dude. I know it. I'm I, a libertarian. So. I know. I'll, so, yeah. So, so correct eight-year-olds. Don't pay There's, taxes. Yeah, exactly. They're going to spend it on missiles anyway. Yeah, I think that's my problem <laughs> Well, and the other problem I have is that regardless of if I pay the taxes or not, they're going to spend the same amount of money on on missiles. It's crazy how that works. Yeah. All right. From Sonice, dragging us out of the, the pits of despair. Uh, he says, asks, I guess there's a question here. I love narrative gaming. Gaining. He actually wrote narrative gaming, <laughs> which I assume is just you throw those 45s on the bar. You start telling stories about where they're from. In their tragic childhood upbringing. <laughs> uh, but sometimes it can be a bit sloppy. What skills slash practices can narrative players take from competitive AOS in order to give a little structure? Uh, chess clocks, dude. <laughs> I, I have actually no idea. Uh, I played an, I played one narrative event and really my list was... Narrative event, dude. <laughs> the, the narrative... I played the narrative event at... Hammer? What? No, I'm talking about when oh. I played the narrative event at <laughs> at Acon because they had a drop and I had nothing scheduled that day. Um, I don't know, like using matched play rules should take care of any discrepancies in like player expectation. Uh, I. I don't know. Like, I, I guess I haven't played enough narrative events to to really know. But like, having a set expectation of like, here's how the game works, and it the game works at this points level, this balance, this function, uh, will have like a fair story to tell. But also, stories don't happen with fair fights, right? Like, so, so the thing I've always felt about narrative gaming. Is there um, chumps? Yeah, I get you, dude. No, no, it's just that like some people are like to say they're a narrative gamer because they had bad experiences or they don't like to lose, and it's like a cop out, and that that those are a very small part of the community for narrative gaming, but they kind of reflect on the to 
like we're two sides of the same coin, right? So like those people are what competitive players look at and they go like, this guy's just a bitch or whatever. Yeah. And then narrative gamers look at like the power gamer assholes, the, the small part of the tournament community. And they're like, well, that's why I don't want to play tournaments because they're assholes. And like, it's just, there's like eight assholes in the whole group and they've ruined it for everyone. Yeah. Um, Thanks, Angel. Yeah. Narrative gaming, <clears throat> you can play a competitive game and make the narrative fit the narrative into the game. Totally. It just means like stopping at priority and like figuring out what you're fighting over and what's happening or like creating dialogue between your characters. Like, you know, instead of saying like, I'm going to roar here, you'd be like, my maw crusher is going to bellow and ah, shit, I rolled a three. Oh, he bellows so loud that vampire lord's earbuds burst and undead blood rolls down his ears so he can't hear the commands that are being shouted from the white king on the other side of the hill as he screams his undead roar but here come the grave god they are swarming what we know it's not really like that what it really is why not that's like just D &D with whatever i know but like really what's cool about narrative gaming in my eyes is that you can have two players win like you could both play each other and like you can both have like these separate objectives mm. and both accomplish them and win. And that's the way I've always interpreted narrative gamers was kind of like what the gamers I have always interpreted so got narrative gamers. The narrative gamers. I made a very good joke when I was playing uh, the Pat East. I said to him, Don't be a kabitch. I don't get it. He's from, from, he's from Quebec. Oh. Yeah. I liked it. I liked Wouldn't it you have called him a quebitch? Dude, I don't do accents. But that's kind of what's cool in my opinion about narrative gaming is you can set a game up in a manner where um, you could, everyone can win and everyone can lose. Yeah. So, it's um, like Model UN. It's just like yeah. Model UN. It's Model UN. Narrative gaming yeah. is Model UN, and we are all, I don't know. Horny high schoolers? In... Yeah, agree. <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> um, just, just, out here, just out here trying to get pegged at a Warhammer tournament. Yeah, just, try, just trying to get digged down by the homies. Yeah, so when it comes to narrative gaming, I think it's... Sure, when's the last time one of your, one of your friends held your dick? I mean, like, really, like, held your dick. Didn't just, like, didn't, you know? It was, it was Rob at Castle. It's oh. the last time anyone other than me held my dick. Um, it's so heavy, you know? It's just, he threw his back out. <laughs> and then you blew his back out. <laughs> I realigned him. <laughs> um, but no, um, like, you, I think the things that, are needed to establish the more free style of play that you would have in narrative gaming in the same way that you have in role-playing games is establishing uh, your expectations when you get to the table or when you're at the event. I think a narrative events pack would probably have to be a lot more intense than the three or four pages that we get out of a competitive game pack. Yeah. Because it's Unless you just like play a path to like a full path to glory. Yeah. Um, and I honestly think that like with things like path to glory and like it can become skewed so quickly yeah um then you need some sort of like clamp on that 
Yeah. So like establishing a threshold, those sort of things, that's what you would need to do for a narrative event from my eyes as someone who plays mainly competitive games, but also really enjoys narrative stuff. Like I'm not in the narrative Warhammer because I quite honestly find the, the lore at um, to be like a 80-20 miss to hit. So like a lot of times when I'm reading Warhammer shit, I'm like, this is fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. I, I hate to be the person to say it, but like I've read enough um like of the both like prolific or better writers than the people who i'm not going to say the people about black library are bad writers because uh, i couldn't write like that but like i think they're they're pigeonholed in what they can do well and some of them only ever help. read black library books and then became black library writers which is fucking hilarious yeah it's just like and then they picked up the data slate like yeah some of them just made name generators online and, <laughs> and now they're like right very author. You know, that guy, some guy, some guy up in corporate, you know, he's like, that guy can think of names. Let's have him write a book. Just let him know he needs to use the words pink mist 14 times per chapter. He'll be fine. Yeah, that, that, you know, that's what I mean. Like, uh, they're, they're pigeonholed to these contracts that don't seem fair. And they have these deadlines that don't seem, um, Look, at least they get their at least they get their names on their books. Yeah, um, it's just, it just also seems like most of them never break out and do their own thing. Yeah, of like, course. Like uh, even <clears throat> Dan so, Abnett, like, some of the best ones do, but like they don't. None, yeah, none of their. Abnett, it's not original. See, like those Doctor Who stuff. He does, and they're good. I mean, like I'm not hating on Dan Abnett at all. I'm just saying, like. Like, I think the draw for a lot of people who want to be fantasy authors is to kind of, or science fiction authors, is to kind of create something of their own. It just feels like they never really get their chance. Yeah, of course. Which is also understandable because that's fucking hard. Yeah, so all they get to do is put their really small stamp on the corporate approved story that was come up with in a room. Yeah. Which is, like, I get it. Like, that takes some of the pressure off of them, too. It's it's not all bad, but... I think it's not all great, too. This is what but, you wanted to hear, right? Right, Will? This is what you're asking about? Yeah, Will. Um, in the end, capitalism ruins narrative gaming, and uh, communism is the only way to play is uh, with an even playing field of 2,000 points. Yeah. Um, all power to the people. And, Competitive gaming and, is... And no, no Realmstone cash. Yeah, no Realmstone cash. Yeah. Uh, next question comes from... Uh, AOS List Lab, he says... Oh, no, never mind. He's making fun of us. Uh, next comes from... Oh, from some ice again. What are your AOS goals for 2023 and what are your life goals? Okay. Um, one of them is not die. I won't tell you which one. And the others be a better father. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty clear. Uh... AOS goals for 2023? I don't know, dude. Get my Slanesh army done. Get some work done on my slaves, to, my slaves to Sharkness army. And have a great time with my friends at two to four tournaments. Yeah, I think... Yeah, AOS goals would be... Just do what I do. Yeah. Show up to some events. Be happy. Spend more time with my friends. Yeah, don't worry throw another castle hell yeah uh next comes from fletch babam austin fletcher uh asks how do you approach problem players in communities 
the same way you would approach a problem in any community you're in, whether it's your church or your job or anything, you need to be assertive about it and clear and fair and, uh, you know, and be prepared for them to react negatively. So if someone's a problem in your community, you just say, hey, what you're doing is a problem. And then listen to them. And if they act like an asshole, they just, you know, reinforce your position. You have to tell them, like, bro, like, you can't come around. When you're, you're being bad, you're being toxic. <laughs> you're being a naughty boy. Yeah. You big naughty boy. Maybe, maybe roll up a newspaper or get a spray bottle. Fill send, send them outside for a switch. Yeah, but... um. It's, it's a tough thing, man. You could also just take away his allowance or, like, you know, no electronics for two weeks. Like, jokes aside, dude, it's hard. It's a hard thing for us to do because deep down, we don't want to alienate anyone from the hobby because there isn't a lot of people to play with. And then no one wants to be the bad guy. But when someone is abusing um, you or the other people you care about, your community or whatever it is taking advantage of you or others like it's not fair it's gonna push away more people than yeah losing them is gonna push away as two people who were in a club that had two people in their club that were problems they weren't us and we dealt with that for years we had blowback i mean like we've gone places and people have been like weren't you guys only two and kind of like standoffish with us because of things those guys did yep years later like years later and, and that's why we've taken membership in tough crowd to be something that is like really serious and like it may seem like there's 500 of us because we don't care but like there's like a vetting process and like there's just amount of time you have to spend with us and everyone has to get a feel for you and there's a vote and all this stuff and then also like, like there's a strike system there's too a strike like... system yeah and there's also like you have someone assigned to be your like your big like you uh, sponsor sort of I, yeah i guess i'm like using fraternity terms but like you're big i mean like, we are yeah but saying like like they're responsible someone has to to put you up though like someone has to put up your name yeah and then like you know you know as the person bringing someone into the club that you're like you're responsible for them yeah so if you're iffy you don't because you're gonna if they do something fucking stupid like get caught cheating or or like uh, leaking stuff from our discord to other discords like they're gone and they're your responsibility to take care of that yep um so it's hard, Fletch. If someone's giving you a hard time, you're going to have to talk to them about it, dude. If you don't want to, you're going to have to be assertive and be like, dude, listen, here's X, Y, and Z. Here's why it's viewed as a problem. Here's how it's perceived by everyone. Um, what can we do to mitigate this? What can we do to correct this? And if they act like a dick, they answer your question the easiest way possible. You just be like, all right, bro, you can't come hang out anymore. Also, I guess the big thing is remember, well, yeah, remember why you're doing it. Like, you're not doing it out of a personal vendetta. You're doing it to protect the players that are there and to keep the space friendly and open so that you guys can continue to grow. I know for you specifically, Fletch is, like, really trying to grow his his Birmingham scene. And, like, it would suck if there was somebody there who was who was creating, you know, consistent... Hard work. Yeah, consistently doing things that made it harder to keep people coming out and keep people showing up and keep people having fun and playing. And it sucks to lose one person. It sucks to feel like 
you might be singling someone out if they, especially if they, that person makes you feel that way. But that also might be evidence, right? Like if someone's deflecting or, or making it about you uh, or like playing the victim card, it's like, well, maybe they're telling you a little bit more about themselves that you maybe already knew, but it's, it's just more evidence that they maybe just isn't the right group, isn't the right scene. Maybe there's other people in the scene that, that are okay with that and you can encourage them to go find their own place to play. Uh, but if you think that there's a chance that they're pushing people out or making it a less attractive scene to come into, like you can't let that fester because it will, it'll hurt people badly. Like someone will show up and it'll be their only tournament and it'll be their first and last tournament and they'll tell people about it. They're going to say, like if someone asks them like, Oh, like I had a great time playing you because they played at the store or whatever. And they're gonna be like, why don't you come out to this tournament? And that person's going to say, I'm not going to go because Fletch made fun of my dead uncle's cat fucking stupid ass cat yeah I mean, it's a tabby what are you gonna say all right um a couple more questions uh from the gnomes bane this is our buddy ryan in man on twitter uh top five thanksgiving side dishes you go first jacob Okay, uh, number one, stuffing. Number two, mashed taters and gravy. Number three, green bean casserole. Number four, hot buttery rolls. And number five, um, fresh juicy ass. Ooh, I'm going to go the same order. Instead <laughs> of saying fresh buttery rolls, I'm going to switch it out for croissants. And oh. number one, on number one, is going to be sweet potato casserole with the marshmallows on top. Oh, that's Fuck a dessert. People. That's a dessert. Fuck you. It's the best thing on earth. I, I will actually take uh, fresh juicy ass off my list uh, because juicy is kind of gross when you think about it in an ass context, but I would put cranberry, cranberry sauce. Uh, oh, in, cranberry in sauce the, is there. Do you like cranberries in your stuffing? Because I actually fuck with that pretty well. I, I like that a lot. I'm, I'm okay with uh, sweet in my savory. Yeah, that's pretty cool. All right. Yeah. Uh, next? next question. Uh, Noah, did I leave a box of squigs in Joe's car? Okay, so now I understand where the other part came from. I think that was out of order. All right. Uh, from Ridge, what stupid Christmas traditions or holiday family friends gatherings are you both looking forward to the most? And mine is uh, a super belated Hanukkah gathering that I have planned uh, for the last week of January. Uh, normally we do it in Nash- Nashville. Um but my parents aren't going to be coming out that weekend. Um, so I'm actually going to be going to um, Las Vegas uh, for Christmas just really late. And I'm going to play Warhammer with my friends. Specifically my best friend, Nicola Bray. Oh, she's wonderful. Yeah, she's best. How about you, Joe? Christmas traditions. I don't really have any. I don't know. We go to my mom's. Yeah. I mean, like, we're going to, what we do is we do Hanukkah, where we do, like, big gifts for all eight nights. And then Christmas, we just do, like, a stocking or something. Yeah, stocking stuff is exactly little, little things. And then, because uh, Brielle's birthday is New Year's Eve. So, like, ideally, we want to get the big presents out as quickly as possible and then have there be as much time between that and her birthday as possible. Yeah, uh, but yeah, dude, I don't know. Not, not much. Uh, uh, Margo and I watch um, all five Die Hard movies between Thanksgiving and Christmas. So maybe, t- probably not tonight. Maybe tomorrow night we'll we'll watch the first one. 
I got it for on Blu-ray a couple years ago. We've been watching them ever since. Yeah, Lindsay loves Die Hard. Die Hard is great. Also, we watched uh, Klaus with Brielle, and she loved that shit. And I love that movie. That's a good one. Yeah, never heard of it. It's on Netflix. It's uh, it's really good. It's, it's really fucking good. It's super kid-friendly. It's for kids, but I like it because I'm a child. Um, all right, I think that wraps up our listener questions. Uh, do you want to take a quick break, and then we'll do our Slaves to Darkness CanCon review? Yeah. No. Um, I want to say, Jacob, uh, Thanksgiving just passed, and I am very thankful for your friendship. And uh, these years have been great, and doing this podcast has been wonderful. And um, I'm just wouldn't have it any other way, man. Just been loving my life. I've been loving doing this with you. I've been loving getting together and playing with you. And, uh, you know, I'm very lucky to have a friend like you, man. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. I, I appreciate you saying that. Um, and I would really appreciate it if you started paying me for the Airbnbs we stay at. No. How long have you been planning that bit? About 30 seconds. That was really good. I really enjoyed that. I probably do owe you a couple hundred bucks. At this point, probably a thousand dollars. I mean, at least at least Slambo and Slaughter, right? I did. I definitely paid you for Castle. Or paid Noah. No, you paid Noah, yeah. That's so funny. Oh, that was funny. Oh, that was good. Do you take uh, EBT cards? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Sick. I just got to find some EBT cards. It's goddamn it. Um, any uh, any shout-outs you want to do, Joe? Yeah. Like or do you want to go news and rumors? We could we could spread some news and read some rumors. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm getting a little drunk off of these ciders and it's getting a little late um i do want to say i forgot already probably something about forever tough crowd yeah no um shout outs sing i I really want to shout out um this like little known like streamer uh, he's going to be at LVO, and I'm really excited to introduce him to some of the American guys. His name's uh, AOS Coach. Um, oh, sick. Yeah, small time. Uh, I'm going to bribe. Um, what's his name? Scott. Garrett, to, Mulroney. To make, sure, to make sure that you and him play each other around. <laughs> We're going to have a great time because I'm bringing corn, and I think he's bringing his gargants. And there's nothing there's nothing Scarbrand loves more than a DPS check. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be really fucking funny. It'd be great. Like, I would have a great time. We would have so much fun. Me and, me and Coach, we're, we're, like, we're like this. And for the listeners at home who can't see it, I'm crossing my fingers. Oh, uh, yeah. You get, he loves you. He does. He I mean, unblocked me. He unblocked oh, me. Yeah. He no, and I had a heart-to-heart. Really? Yeah. I want to yeah. hear about it. Oh, I, yeah, I'll tell you all about it. I uh, I messaged him on Discord uh, saying that I was shitty to him and that uh, I, I shouldn't have been. Really? I sh- I sh- that I shouldn't have. Yeah. 
And uh, because I think I was being unfair to him. <laughs> uh, I mean, he was being anti-Semitic, dude. So it's, it's yeah, okay. That's, yeah. No, I, I yes. But uh, I don't know. You can't hold a grudge forever. He's like, people aren't going to change their, their views or their, uh, their behaviors or their mindset if you don't at least talk to them about it. And I know, like, in yeah, that. He just in, wants to put your whole family on a train. <laughs> Dude, I fucking love trains. <laughs> Damn, now I'm being unfair. And that's not cool. Huh. You, you, you're fine. Uh, I think he and I would have a great time. He and I, he and I chatted some. Uh, we're on, we're on good terms, and I did not see that coming. And frankly, it's quite a stretch. Yeah, we'd have a good if time. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can do that in a number of ways. You can hit up uh, Jacob Barry at uh, at a hymn of serpents on Twitter. Yeah, um, you can find Joe at AOS Coach on Twitter. Uh, you can find the show at Tough Crowd AOS on Twitter. Yep, and if you want to uh, email us, you can. It's uh, no reply at bad dice. No, fuck, baddragon.com. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Can, can we edit it. that out? Can we fix that? Yeah, right. start if you again, want to start again. Yeah, okay. go back to the top. Ready? Ready? One, 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 two, one, two, three, four. If you want and to we no. are. No, oh. The whole show. Still never asked me what I'm working on. All right. One, a two, a one, a two, three, four. Hey, Jacob, what are you working on? If you want to get in touch, you can a number of ways. Uh, you can reach me at Lachi Mulch Cakey on Twitter. You can find Joe at Danny Paints. Uh, and you can email us, which, you know, neither of us checked the email, but uh, it's at. Check it every day. Oh, good. It's uh, info at baddragon.com. Use, uh, check out code part of the all points for. Um, some error mini code, mag I assume. Mini mag, mini mag bro. Mini, mini mag, bro. Yeah. How do you make an octopus laugh? You give him ten tickles. That's pretty good. <laughs> My dick was in the uh, Guinness Book of World Records. Really? Until the librarian, until librarian told me I had to <laughs> stop pulling my pants down. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That was good. All right, cool. Thanks. That was contractual obligation filled. Roll through the city with the room, room. I got hoes trying to get me in the room, room. I get low when it hit me with the zoom, zoom. I got phones in the centers in the doors, doors. Like she want to jump in the back, feel like a poncho. Leave with a couple of scraps out of the casso. Keys, I don't know what they are. I just click shit. People want to put me in charge. I do big shit. Weed in a couple of jars. That's for the homie, though. At least five bitches look at me like I'm the Romeo. Knee high boots. I think she about to join a rodeo. Levi's tighter than a knot when you board a boat. Board a boat. Cold flow. Four below. Little mixed bitch shit. She used to the Zorno, flew right to Milan Now she take a pic of every place she about to eat on We on, man, what the fuck is it really? Came a long way from taking two trains to the city Two chains to the titty, Wu-Tang to the cream Luke Kang, cause she flew two legs for the kid Feel me? Roll through the city with the vroom, vroom I got hoes trying to get me in the room, room I get low when it hit me with the zoom, zoom I got foes in the semis and the deuce, deuce Like, boom, boom My brother finna get it in blood and you gotta pay for it Finna hit the bank in a minute to get a bankroll Jitty, you idiot, just a nigga like the Django I got the do 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 do
I'm doing my thing though. Don't be thinking I'm playing on animation. The animal in my nature is a beast and no nation. Little crazy nigga running around naked with a stick, taking shit, serving fiends out the vacant. By the basement, niggas looking out of space. I been out of place. The wrong time in the right state of mind. Trying to multitask the page to a dollar sign before they told my tag. She thought it was a taser. I don't know karate, so I must be crazy. Nigga, what's cracking? What's popping? What's craving? If you cross my dog, nigga been barking all day in. I keep a K9, they got the popper like K9. Roll through the city with the vroom vroom. I got hoes trying to get me in the room room. I get low when it hit me with the zoom zoom. I got foes in the semis in the dude. Dudes like boom 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 top top of the line I feel like Pluto drop top in the mine right next to Hublot cop cop in the dime so bad she evo sloppy toppy in a hottie nasty in a Rico made a bougie now she want the sushi with the pico freaky little bitch you wear a choker like your emo liquor in the body body feel like it's a hero hit him and they end up with a stitch without the lilo on my baby like Tito but she horny off the henny if I sold a couple hoodies could afford new belly empty cups around the room I guess we're pouring too many trying to cop the suicidals like my door's too heavy trying to cop another crib it's like the one I got broke got her bouncing up and down it's like she jump a jump rope drum hit him like bubble bum bubble bum ho pink's better but I get redder with the heat close roll through the city with the vroom vroom I got hoes trying to get me in the room room I get low when it hit me with the zoom zoom I got foes in the semis in the deuce deuce like boom boom